Welcome, everybody, to the GBO podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, how you doing today, my guy? This is the reaction pod to the Kentucky. What's up? We didn't think we would be here. We 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 did a pod after the Tennessee game, and I, I don't know. Should anybody go listen to it? I think I need to apologize to the team. Like after I listened to the pod and after the game last night, you know, I felt like a jerk. You you were pretty upset. I was upset, upset after the game, but yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm, I couldn't have been the only one. No, no, was, no, no, you weren't. It was the worst loss in Colonial life history and SEC history for us. So we come off the we come off of that loss. And we win in Kentucky for the third time at Rupp. Now, you got this right on the pod. It's like, had we looked it up, we wouldn't have won. But you got this right on the pod. The last time we won was with Downey. Um, and it was Darren Horn. Billy Darren Horn's, it, was Del, it was Darren Horn's first year. And then the only other time we won in Rupp before that was the, was the Mackey team that won the SEC. And um, it was the two seed in the tournament. You want to hear some fun facts? I looked up. I did a little fun. I did a little dig. I know you, Sumter, you're the research guy on the pod, but I occasionally, yep. time to time, I like to bring some fun facts. So we're going to call this the Bryce Fun Fact of the pod. Um, <laughs> right. In 1997, when we beat Kentucky at Rupp, it was Rick Patino's last year there because he went and quit and to be a Boston Celtic. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I know what's coming. And then we beat them in 2009, and Billy Gillespie got fired at the end of the season. And then <laughs> John Calipari is on the hot seat. I went and looked at the message boards and, and the, the Clarion Ledger. They are hating on, on him right now. Now, he has a lifetime contract, Sumter. Do you know what that means? Well, his I, I buyout guess. His buyout stays at 40 million dollars <laughs> oh my god if we had that so if we had that with darren horn we would well well yeah but i mean darren horn would also want a national title or two you, you know they had gone to some final fours hey, if ray tanner was our ad when darren horn got hired after winning that SEC East division, he might have got a lifetime lifetime contract with how Ray Tanner throws out contracts these days. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. It was, that, was so, a, that was the fun fact of the day. There you go. So so if we the, – the three times – so right now the two times that South Carolina has won at Rupp, the coach of Kentucky – was did not return in the next year. Correct. And we are on pace to go three for three. You, you know, like it, it sounds bad. Like um, it's, it's, I don't want to turn this into a podcast about Calipari's tenure at Kentucky. Um, you know, but like, let's, let's talk about the game. This is awesome. I, I just love it. We talked about this on the pod Sunday. We talked about whether or not because of how, badly we have been playing if we did end up winning a game an sec game or two are we the team that gets a coach fired i mean two days later here we are and it's calipari and i would not you could not have convinced me on the pod on uh on sunday 
that uh, after that Tennessee game that we, we were gonna that we would that we would get Calipari fired. Well, Sumter, I told you this when we talked yesterday, but I'm gonna be honest with our viewers. It was 7:15, and I was eating a bowl of chili at my dining room table. And all of a sudden, I started getting blown up on Twitter and Facebook. And it was people are like, "Are you watching this?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not. I forgot it was on." That's how checked out I was after the Tennessee game. That's sad because I do a basketball Gamecock podcast. Anyway, I pop it on, and it's 13 to two, and I'm like, "Here we are." 13 to 2. Off to a great start. It's amazing. It's it's absolutely like like it's 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 so funny. We either we either go down 13-2 or we go up 13-2. That's it. There is no in between. There is no in between. We pull we pull we, we pull up that Vandy game at OT. We're two and one in SEC play, dude. If I would have told you at the beginning of the season that we would start one and two in SEC conference play. Winning at Rupp wouldn't have been that one win in your mind. Would that yeah, it would have, the only way that that would have happened? That would have been absolutely believable. And there was only one scenario that I would have believed, and that would have been beating Vandy and then getting beat by Tennessee and Kentucky. But here we are, and uh, and and I think we got to talk about this game. You, you know, going up thirteen two, like. And Amici Johnson just deciding that he's just going to shoot them out of the gym from the parking lot. Well, I think we need to – I guess we used to say this when we had Thornwell, and I'm not going to compare Amici and Thornwell outside of this one point. We used to say we had good Thornwell or bad Thornwell. I'm I'm thinking that we have good Amici or bad Amici because he's either making the 35-foot three – or he's airballing the, the, the 35 foot three. And last night he was rolling and it even made David Kloniger call him three chi. Fantastic. Way to go, DC. Like, like it's just three chi. I love it. I love it that it's coming from, from Kloniger. Uh, but, uh, but just, yeah. So, um, like, like just Michi out of the gate, just hitting these threes and literally, like just getting the green light from when he crosses half court and make, I mean, he took like a 40 footer. There was, there was one where like the shot clock was, was winding down, but there's still like five seconds left on it. And he, and he shot it from like the edge of the logo. Now we need to say this. This is not the John Calipari final four level type Kentucky team. This is not the team with, five first round picks, but I looked at their team. They have five players that started that were all five stars. Yeah. So it's not like we're playing, you know, the worst team ever, but this is not the top tier Kentucky team, but on paper, they were five stars that we outplayed at their place. And it was a name game. Would you call a Kentucky game the name game? When you beat them, it just people like Jeff Goodman, John Rice, Rothstein. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, we get clicks and Twitter posts about the Gamecock basketball team. And people, those writers have to look up to see who's on the team outside of Gigi Jackson. Yeah. Michi Johnson, I thought he went to Ohio State, you know, is like like what what they're saying. But but so you're definitely right. And these people, you know, who haven't really tuned into our season, 
uh, are all of a sudden talking about us. And while, yeah, Kentucky's not a top 10 team this year, they're a quad one team. Still, they're a Q1 team. Ooh, we, we don't have any of those Q1 wins laying around, do we? We don't. Clemson's close. Cle- if Clemson keeps winning, we, we, it might turn into two Q1 wins. This but then if Kentucky. Want- this makes me want to throw up a little bit. Clemson's number one in the ACC. Yeah, that we're not talking. We're we're not here to talk about that. Um, but uh, but yeah. So great. Back to the game. Just great start. Just um, and played a great half of basketball. And I, I think what we were up ten at halftime. We were up ten because we had a little Josh Gray alley oop dunk. Oh. And we have to talk about it. Hey, okay. I, I, we out. have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Okay. There were 42 seconds left on the clock. Okay. We were, they, they had cut it to eight points. Hayden Brown gets the ball and he drives and goes two for one. And, and he sets up a two for one by scoring with 37 seconds left on the clock. A little nifty little layup at the rim. You, you know, something that, he if, finished if, around the rim. He did tonight, or or last night. Excuse he me. He listened to the pod. I think he's yeah. complaining. Yeah, he 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 goes. You know what? That guy Bryce has been mad that I'm not finishing at the rim. Maybe I'll finish for him. You know, but um, Do you think he heard? Stuff. Like, did he hear the chicken hoops or Sumter like out there going two for one, two for one? Are I was screaming it at it. I was screaming it at the television. Did Paris tell him two for one, or did it? Just oh my him? god. If 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 Paris told him two for one, like like if that was the play call from the coach, like I'm so happy. But just but just it was so important. Like like we're up eight. He drives. He makes a nice little layup. Puts it back up to ten. They come back down the court. Take a whole bunch of time, but they can't take all the clock because there's 37 seconds on it because we went two for one. They get a good. They get a shot. Get a good decent look. Goes in. We get the ball. Come down. Alley up to Josh Gray right at the end of the half. I, I I hadn't seen a South Carolina basketball team do that to close out a half in ten years, Bryce. Didn't didn't we talk about it with TRC when he was on about Josh Gray need to play more? And yeah. I don't know if one of us said that he needs to start over BBV. We've so so like. We, I think we've all said this. I think we've both said this. I know that I, I know that uh, TRC's been saying it a bunch too. But um, starting Josh Gray, like hot take, he didn't on the box score didn't have a great game. Like only a few points, only a few rebounds. We were a different team because we played a different lineup and we played a different style of basketball. Because we didn't have small forwards and a recently turned 18-year-old power forward who wants to be a small forward guarding their big centers and getting frustrated. And I think uh, Jackson looked happier. Right? He played with a lot more energy. Jackson was like, didn't have to be the guy. He was the secondary guy behind yeah. Nietzsche, and he played better. And, and not only that, well, well, that's happened a couple of times. That has happened a couple of times where Jackson hasn't had to be the guy and on offense, but he always has to be the guy on defense, except Gray played some great defense and it just, and it just changed everything about the team. And, and like, 
it didn't give them this opportunity to be like, okay, they're killing us. They're, you, you know, they're hitting these shots. They're up 10. Okay. Their biggest guy right now in the game is Hayden Brown. Let's just throw it down low and, and post him up five times in a row, you know, which is what, which what Walford did to us that, that, and is why we lost to Walford. If Josh, if we had played these lineups in the second half um, of the Walford game, more effectively, we, we potentially are two and one in the conference. I have to salute Lamont Paris. He had a great coaching night last night. Fantastic. Multiple reasons. Multiple reasons. Number one, he played nine players, and I love the lineup they had. Now he started Josh Gray. That was the only difference with the starters. All right. But then you paid Hankin Sanford, Bozeman's Verdunk, Zach Davis. Jacoby Wright. Those are the only nine people or four off the bench with their five starters are Carter, Johnson, Brown, Jackson, and Gray. Everyone played almost 10 minutes plus except for Zachary Davis. He had seven, but Zachary Davis was in in the last minute. I don't know if you caught that. He was playing defense. And then Hank and Sanford, both of those freshmen had a fantastic game. Oh, Hank and Sanford hit a hit, hit a big three in the second half. Like like he, uh, he, I, he did a little Michi at the buzzer. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was, this, it was as one of the shot clocks was winding down. Um, you know, it's it's like the the nine guys that we have, or at least the seven guys that we have, minus the two freshmen, they're not bad. Okay, like we don't have a bad basketball team. Honestly, we have a very good offensive basketball team. And that is, and with the exception of maybe the second half against Tennessee, uh, that has generally been true for the season. And let's throw the Charleston Classic out because the two best shooters in Chico and, and Michi were on bad ankles. But, like, you know, it, 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 we have had a very good offensive team. I mean, I was I almost tweeted it last night, but I didn't want to because it was getting too ahead of myself. But like, can you imagine Michi Johnson in the NCAA tournament? He'd be fun like, to watch. Like, could could you imagine like like just turning it on and him being and, and, and just some kid named Michi, you know, playing for a 12 seed that's playing some five and just and just making them for everyone? Oh, it'd be so much fun. You, you know, on a Thursday at four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, it'd be great. Um, now, if I would have told you that Michi would have led the team in rebounding, would you have believed it? Well, maybe the shots are so deep that they all bounce back out to him. <laughs> right? He had 26.6 rebounds, six assists. That's a pretty good stat line. That's a good stat line. That also means we didn't really rebound that much. Well, <laughs> it's the but, other thing that that I, means. I didn't hear you say something that we're a great rebounding team. No, we're not. I'm just I'm happy that that we get them from time to time. Um, but uh, the, the other thing, and we've got to talk about this. All right, um, Bryce, you know what the Gamecock shot from the free throw line? Don't look at the box score. You're looking at it right now. I already saw it. Six. Eighty-five percent. Now, only seven free throws. We always get doubled up in free throws or tripled up. All right. I, I got a question for you. <laughs> I told you, hey, man, it's going to be a, a three-point game, and we're only going to shoot seven free throws. Will we miss more than the margin? You absolutely would have said yes. 
And think about this. We also need to mention this. Last couple seconds of the game or the 15-second burst, you had Jacoby Wright. Yeah. A rebound and fouled. And I'm like this, is he going to make free throws? And I looked at it down on the um, stats and I go, he's our best free throw shooter. And, and, and after those two that he made, we now have a free throw shooter that's over 80%. And and then at, down on defense, he gets the steal from Wheeler and kind of I'm not gonna say seals the win, but puts us in position uh, to win after the turnover late from Michi. So you were you were talking about Paris and and, uh, and giving him props on the coaching routine. The fact that Lamont Paris got the timeout called, but like saw that that Wright was had lost control of the ball after the steal and got the timeout called was pretty impressive. And then we just threw the ball away. Like, I thought we were losing after that, honestly. Like, like I, I, like once that ball bounced off of Michi's leg and kicked out of bounds, I just was like, oh, that's that's not good. They're going to hit a three. We're going to lose them every time. Well, um, the other, the other thing, kudos on, on Jacoby making the two free throws. Because on their final possession, they had 27 seconds, and they decided not to take a two. And they shot three bad three pointers. Well, and, and their big guys got them. Go ahead. Their, their big guys got rebounds and could have easily laid them back in to go down one and 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 then fouled us and and set themselves up to have a better shot at winning. They kept kicking it out because they were down by three. You, you know, like they get a bucket there potentially if we're if it's a one or a two point game. Well, their three point shooter CJ Frederick did come off the screen and have a decent look. Um, and I thought that was going in because in our minds, you knew this, I knew this. If we went to overtime, we weren't winning the game. And I mean, unless unless Michi made like two half court three points, you, you, you know, just, I know, just two. Michi, Michi played the game of his life. You can't yeah. expect him to do that and yeah. shoot over fifty percent from three. Well, I mean, did you expect him to keep it up in the second half? No. <laughs> so you know, what's to say? What's to say overtime? Uh, kudos to the team. Second half, uh, it, it felt like it, there were moments in time where it felt like it was going to be one of these leads that they were just going to go on like a 7-0 run. And, and, and it's like, wait, it's a four-point game. We were up 11, you know, like and, – um, and every time that started to happen, every time they got it down to like six or seven until the end of the game, but like from, from the start of the second half to like the five- or four-minute mark, Every time they got it down to like six or seven, we came down and hit a big shot and sent it back up to eight, nine, 10, 11 points. And when did they cut it to one, one at, at one point? Before the right th- free throws. They, they cut it to one. We got the ball back. Right got the rebound and a foul and, and, the, and the, the right free throws. Um, yeah. Sumter, this game, I mean – you know, we talked about the last pod that this was the show me game of after the Tennessee, you're going to let that game beat you. Are you going to rise above it and and prove a point? And they proved a point. They went into Rupp, they win. Lamont gets his first SEC win. And that cements him as a, I mean, one of the best first wins in the SEC that I can remember for a new coach. Um, We remember Frank because he would occasionally beat Kentucky at home, when we played at home, Frank would never, ever win at Rupp, even when we had our great team of the Final Four team. Um, it was just 
a magical night. And this is why this is one of my favorite pods of the year, because I never thought we'd ever have this conversation after a no. game, after a reaction pod after playing Kentucky. So, so here's a question. Moving forward, what are your thoughts? So, so the one thing that is wonderful about this, because we were starting to say it, and it's definitely out there on Twitter, uh, running into this game about whether or not we were going to win an SEC game. All right. Well, obviously they've done that. They've they're they're one and two. Right? And they keep it up. And and so here's the question: what 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 changes here? Okay, so they've played that they've played the the they've got the worst home game out of the out of off the off the books. Okay, all right. Uh, they've got uh, UGA twice and Vandy at home. You, you know that could get them to four. You know, are they able to beat Florida? Are they able to beat Miss? Are they able to beat the Mississippis? I'm going to sound them? like a coach here. I can't even look ahead. We need to do this game at a time. I, I can't even say. Well, yeah. Because I, Excellent. Correct answer. Correct answer. We need to beat Texas A&M on Saturday we before we, we talk about the season. We any more teams about right before we play them because we don't know. There is a great uh, – somebody dug this up. I forget who. It, it might have been Chicken Hoops, although uh, it might have been it might have been TRC. Um, it, it, I forget who, who – where I saw it. But um, the, so, no, no, no. It was, uh, it was – I think it was John Whittle um, uh, who, who, who dug up a quote that Paris said at the beginning of the season that some nights they're going to look like the Harlem Globetrotters and some nights they're going to look like the Washington Generals. And uh, – that describes the past like four days of basketball. Well, I do have to correct you on one thing, Sumter. You said something incorrect. Our toughest home game is not past us. We play number four, Alabama in February. So, 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 okay. Um, And Alabama's beaten two number ones. Sure. Sure. One of those number ones, a handful of teams have now beaten, um, but uh but I even heard that like the Pitt Panthers have beaten that number one team as well. Yeah, yeah that, that did happen. Uh uh and and then and then Clemson beat the Pitt Panthers, who 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 we have beat who we beat. Hey, I mean so, I, know, you know, I know we hate Clemson on the pod, but them winning only makes our you know the net and RPI go up, right? Even though we're in the two hundreds. Yeah. I, I haven't looked where we are after the Kentucky game, but we have to be different. <laughs> um, we didn't move up that much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the point of these things. One game doesn't it doesn't make or break you. What number um, do you think we are, Sumter? Uh, uh, Ned or Kim Pum? Kim Pum. Two hundred five. Two hundred six. I believe we are two hundred nine before the game. Yeah. Um, so. Um, no, but, but but about the home game, like t- Tennessee, I bet you that Tennessee's higher in Kempom than um than, than than Alabama is. It'll be an interesting game when Tennessee yeah. and Alabama play. Yeah, but just so we still have a tough schedule, and uh, but Saturday we've got a game against Texas A and M, and um, and you know number seventy in Kempom is is where Texas A and M is. Yeah, that, that and five like. The, the the whole SEC is potentially inside the top Ken Palm 100 except us. Like, like how about it, we just go get a quad two win on Saturday? Yeah, it sounds great to me. 
Um, we play better at home than we do on the road. Apparently, we play better than Rupp than anywhere else. So, and we you know, do well against their coach, Buzz, so why not? Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to talk about, right, and believe me, I don't want to, like, criticize anything, even though this is the Gamecock basketball-only podcast. I'm excited about this. But, um, but the other thing, like, last night was a weird night in game, on Gamecock Twitter for a handful of reasons. And it, it was kind of a microchasm of who the team of, of, of the men's basketball program, at least, and how the men's basketball program is thought of. Like, Spencer Rattler announces that he's returning in ha- during halftime. Right around half, yeah. Like, like, that's great. It's fantastic that Spencer Rattler is returning. Do not get me wrong here. Uh, like, like it's going to make the football team much better and people are rightly excited about it, but just like, you know, the athletic department helped him make that video. He didn't just make this decision on a whim. Like we can't coordinate an announcement. We're, we're doing it at halftime. Like, like does the athletic department even care that, uh, they just say that he was going to drop it that night and he picked the time. I mean, I guess that's fine. I, I, he didn't read the rooms, but uh, he didn't. He didn't read the room. I, 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 but, but just like, I, obviously, obviously, they can't tell Spencer Rattler what to do. Okay, all right, and he can do whatever he wants to, and he can announce decisions whenever he wants to. But just it's and and if it was just this instance, that would be the case. But I mean, this is this is the athletic department that just does not want to get behind the men's basketball program and has led and and created a lot of the problems that Frank Martin had. Right. And is, is still part of behind some of the problems that, that Paris has has sort of been seeing that kids don't want to come here. Right. Like he has an open scholarship for somebody to come play on this team. Someone could come play tomorrow, you know, and, um, and say what I I don't, uh, you know, I mean, no is the answer. Uh, we've like, like in, in both, like theoretically, no is the answer. We're not going to go play basketball for him. We've also both probably used up our eligibility. And we're double their age. Yeah. 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 Hayden Brown. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but so, but, but I guess like, you know, we didn't sell the final four. We didn't capitalize off of going to the final four. Um, and I don't want to relitigate this for the next 10 minutes here, but just, but just, it was, it was so clear to me last night that like the men's basketball team is doing something that they've done only three times in 40 something years. And, and, the, and we can't get out of our way from football, you know, yeah. like, and it bothered me even more that they did a Twitter space and people jumped on it, you know, talking about the decision. And we're up like seven or eight at Rupp with 12 minutes to go in the game. Yeah. Like, 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 are, the, are, are these, and, and it's possible these people just aren't even watching the game. They, and we have you know, a like, base that the majority of them, you know, cheer for football and we, you know, we cheer for all sports, but we care about Gamecock basketball only. That's why we had the pod. But it was just a slap in the face to the team that they were doing that and even talking about that and just not delaying it literally an hour. 
Yeah. And, 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 and just like, like here, here we're up, you know, like, like we're winning in the second half at rub and I'm, and I'm like looking at Twitter to see if people, you, you know, are commenting about this like 35 foot three that Michi just made. And, and, and it's just, and it's just everybody, you know, doing live reactions to, to, uh, to, to, to Rattler, you know, clearly not watch the game and like, like, like the men's basketball program, there is a group of us that are fans and, and, uh, and we welcome everyone aboard, you, you, you know, but, but just like it, they could have done better. It could have done better, you know? Well, you know who could have not done better? The Gamecock men's basketball team because they won it rough. Perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. And uh, I'm now kind of excited for the season. All right. We, we, we were very down. We were very down on Sunday, but, but I'm now, I'm now excited to go back to colonial life and, and watch basketball. Did we have a modern exterminating? We know what bugs you bugging us this week. Did you have anything, Sumter? I think you just. So, stayed here. so, so it ain't. It, it, sure. 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 That's it. It ain't free throws. There was some. It ain't free uh, throws. It, it, it ain't free throws tonight. That's for sure. Uh, it's this game. It's this it, Gamecock uh, Twitter football fans. What 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 uh, uh, Jimmy Dykes is that who it is? I should yeah, probably I should answer. probably get I should probably get his name. I should probably call him like Jimmy Davis here on the pod because I I feel like he he got the last name of like four of our players wrong at one point or other during the game. That was a little annoying. This plus, is a good plus, one you bring it up. This is something good. He. Um... He did a football reference in a basketball for a football rule in a basketball game. Yes, yes, yes. I I was too I was too stressed out about the half to like laugh about it on Twitter. But if you go back, like, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but there was a play where somebody where like I, I think it was Michi went out of bounds. And then he came back in bounds and collected the rebound. And I think we got a favorable call. We did. Right? I don't. I, I. I. would have been very. If I was a Kentucky fan in rub, I would have been very upset. And and the guy goes, "Well, he went out on his own momentum. Like that's part of the rule. Just if you get pushed out of bounds in basketball, it's a foul. And if the refs don't call the foul, you're just out of bounds. Like it doesn't matter how you lead the bounds. Uh, and then we come back down. Literally the next play." Literally the next play, we come back down the court, and and the Kentucky guy does the same thing, and they call it, and the announcer's just like, "Oh yeah, well he decided to go out of bounds," and and I'm just like, "What are we talking about here?" <laughs> anyway, sorry to bore everybody with that too many. Hey, that, that was bugging us this week. I agree. but but that was just I was just I didn't know how I didn't know what to say or do. Well, hey, at the end of the day. Our big three, Michi scored a lot of points. Hayden Brown scored double digits. Gigi Jackson scored double digits. When those three are our main guys and you sprinkle in a little Chico or someone else stepping up, you win games. Yeah. Like, offensively, this team is capable of playing with anybody, right? We are not necessarily capable of playing with anybody defensively, especially if we don't – uh, play the players that put us in position 
to compete. And and so like they, you don't want to talk about the rest of the season. Um, and and just A and M. I I hear you. We need to go out and beat A and M. Josh Gray needs to be starting. If Paris, if 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 we're going back to this small little lineup that that just gets killed by like that by that Robbins dude from Vandy who's a backup, you know, like like who's having a career night on us. I, I'm gonna scream. But if if we just say, all right, look, Josh Gray is our center for better or worse, right? Like that's it. We're putting them on the court, and this is this is our team. And when they play like they did last night, they can play with anybody. And it proves well. We started Josh Gray last night. Keep it up. Why change it? Yeah. And how about this? We didn't play a walk on last night. <laughs> That's why I like those nine players that we played. That needs to be our rotation. Oh man, that needs to be our rotation. And if the freshman. Davis and Hankins Sanford keep it up and keep going and get better and better. This team can do something if the big three score and the other guys are good, solid role players that, you know, don't do anything too bad. You know what I would love? You you know what I would just absolutely love, Bryce? What's that? I would, I would love to have some bizarre universe where I got to watch for like one game, uh, Michi Johnson go on like a, a heater and, and, and just get to watch Frank's reactions to the three pointers that he was shooting. Well, Michi, if, if Frank was coaching, Frank would have benched him for ten minutes. Oh God, it'd have been terrible. It'd have been terrible. All right, anything else for this pod, Sumter, of the reaction pod after upsetting Kentucky? No, just just everybody get out to um, everybody get out to Colonial Life. I hope Let's the students wait. come out. I hope the students come out and we have a good crowd on Saturday. Let's uh let's get to 500 in SEC play. So let's start SEC play two and two. I don't and, if, and to do that, all we have to do is beat Texas A&M after losing to Vandy. That's that's what that's great. <laughs> all right, that's it for this week. Um, we'll try to come back to you in a few days. Hopefully, maybe we're in a better mood. Maybe we have some guests with us. Who knows? Anything can happen. We don't know what's going to happen. We're not predicting the future. We're just going to talk about it. I know one thing for sure is going to happen. What's that? Make or mess against Texas A&M. Michi Johnson shooting at least one 35-foot three-point. Are you saying that he's not going to see a shot that he doesn't like? (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) And and you know what? You you know what? Take him. Take him. He makes him. All right. That's it for this week. Go Cox. We'll see you soon. GBO out there.